The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome, welcome. We are going to kick it up big time today. Yeah, you know, it's kind of funny. I'm wearing my little leopard scarf here today for the show because this is Pets Talk. And I'm going to tell you about Dr. Monica in a minute. But that's what this show is. We're really excited to be bringing this show to all of you. You're going to hear today who Dr. Monica is, what she's passionate about, why it is that she is one of the most sought after pet communicators around, but more importantly, why this is a passion and a calling. And we were kind of joking before the show a little bit because I actually wore my little leopard scarf and she's actually wearing some kind of jacket that I think it's a leopard jacket for those of you on Facebook. And so if you see a picture of her, the picture we have, It's her kissing like a lion. And so this must be the day we talk about cat energy. Uh, For those of you out there, Dr. Monica is incredible. She could hear animals speak ever since she was eight years old. And so now today, fast forward to where we are and think about what it's like for her as also a doctor of metaphysics and ordained minister studying Eastern traditions and looking now at the full scope of this level of connection and communication. This is something we now know that each and every one of us has. And and imagine some people say we're using maybe 8% of our brains, but some people say the parts that we're really not tapping into are the parts we can't see. And so today you're going to find out about Dr. Monica, but you're also going to find out about what is it about her, the people she teaches, the world she's in, the communication level she has. What is it that gets people so fired up when they connect with her? You're going to find out about that today. Dr. Monica, it's great to have you. It's awesome to be here, Dr. Pat. Thank you so much. And for our listeners, welcome to Pets Talk. And I am your pet communicator, Dr. Monica. So any questions that you have, I'm here for all of you. Oh, okay. So let's get some callers. Uh, Absolutely. 1-800-930-2819. But also, if you're on Facebook Live, please send us your comments. Now, I was telling, let's start with this. I want people to get to know you a little bit like Jessica and I have gotten to know you in this short period of time. I can only imagine, I know what it's like to grow up and be me. And what I mean by that is, you know, come from a traditional family and then come out in the world and sort of have this, this vision, this message, whatever it is I'm doing, right, mm-hmm. that connects people say genres I don't even know what that word means but connects things like people that work in the cosmos people that are psychics you know people that I mean we have 10 channels which are going live in February and and when family and friends see that they want to they want to send me to a psychologist and I have to remind them that I am a psychologist but let me ask you what has this been like for you? I would love for you to share how you got from that young, being that young girl to the challenges, what you had to do to be you today in the world. Right, right. Thank you. Well, it was very challenging because not only I come from a very traditional family, but being from Argentina, where I'm from, uh, Let's not date ourselves, but you know, 50 years ago, <laughs> let's not. <laughs> it was uh, very difficult because you didn't talk about being different. You had to be the same. In order to fit in society, you had to stick to a norm. 
And when I started hearing animals talk to me, well, I wasn't a norm anymore. And the minute that I said it out loud, then I was the weirdo of the family. I was maybe sick. I needed to go to a special facility because still in those days we had crazy people hospitals, right? I know. So I know. Um, I even had to go to a priest. <laughs> that didn't work. So, you, you understand what I'm saying. It, it yeah. was very difficult. And for a little girl not to be able to ask the right questions of a grown-up because they were going to think that you were ill, it was very difficult. So what I did is I went within and I did not tell anything to anybody after I realized that I was able to hear animals for the next 10 years of my life. So by the time I told someone I was 18, I uh, had a boyfriend and I really liked him. So I kind of told him that I was different. Maybe I did it on purpose just to see what he would think of me. And uh, he didn't react like my cousins did. You know, he didn't tell me that something was wrong with me. He kind of accepted me the way I was. And I said, that's a keeper. <laughs> <laughs> 48 years later i'm still married to the guy i was right? going to say how long did you keep him <laughs> yeah yeah I, I i kept him i kept him so wow it, it was it was very challenging it was very difficult so moving forward i came to the states when uh, i was 19 and as soon as i came in i realized that the states were it, it was a, a different world for me uh, everyone was more open. Uh, people didn't really brand you as weirdo right away. You know, maybe they thought about it, but they didn't tell you. And so I went to the library and I tried to see if I could find another animal communicator. I couldn't. Wow. But what I did find were mediums that had written books. And I read through all those books because I'm an avid reader. And I realized that we had something in common. They did not talk to pets like I did, but they talked to spirits. And the format was almost the same. The energy was the same. So I, I started to feel that I wasn't this weird after all, that there were others that were maybe just as weird as I was. <laughs> so it was the beginning of my long line you know i started to feel better about myself i started to realize that maybe my brain worked differently than other people did and i it took me a long time though to believe in myself a long time but a little bit at the time i figured that i was as normal as normal could be one of the things i love about this is that you know it, people don't realize sometimes how how difficult it can be to just be yourself. Yeah. And I think the millions of people and the people listening here understand that because whether you are a pet communicator or the host of a show, we're still people. <clears throat> and and there is that famous line from Notting Hill the, with Julia Roberts. Uh, uh, and there's a famous line and she's in the bookstore and she says to him, I'm just a, girl, just a girl wanting you to love me. Looking and for a boy that me. line is the line that every one of us really struggles with in life, right? Yes. Because we go through life and not everybody loves us and we get messages about that but in the end somehow if you're listening to this show or you're hosting your own show you find the way to be you isn't that what you've done is you have very fortunately in your dry in your test run 48 years ago you lucked out with him yes. but <laughs> but every day it's really you standing up for who you are Oh, absolutely. And you have to understand that in the beginning, uh, you, me, people that are different, we have to deal with a lot of skeptics. 
Yeah. And even today, I get a lot of skeptics. In a way, I love those skeptics that are open-minded, that at least are able to listen to what I say and then made up their mind. Because I have a chance to convince them that what I do is real, that what I do is really happening, that they're not uh, telling me anything and yet I am describing what their pet sees or hears or feels. And I love that part, but still getting to this moment to where I don't mind skeptics, it has taken a long time because I'm very shy and I don't, I don't like people when they tell me uh, that I try to do something bad, you know, or that I'm, I'm taking advantage of them or doing things like that. I, I really feel bad when that happens. So I want the opportunity to talk to people so that they understand there is something there that they cannot see, but the fact that they cannot see it or feel it or do it doesn't mean that I can't. Yeah. You know, I, I was talking to somebody today about this um, earlier. I've been on the phone for the early this morning for a, a number of reasons. And one of the things that I love is that I remember when I first started this, how difficult it was to explain what I did, what I do, right? Uh, to explain that this is a new form of talk radio and, and a new form of communicating and a new form of inspiring people. Now, um, people hear the message on my cell phone and they get it or, um, you know, I'm talking to, let's say, a, an investor for a new technology, and I'm talking to them about what we're doing, and they listen to a podcast, or they see what we're doing, and they're astonished by it. But I think that what we're talking about here, and this is something I want to ask you about, I'll take a short break when we come back. You are in service of so many people. And, and I want to leave everybody this before the break. I remember when my, when my dog, Travis, of 13 years, finally had to move on. I remember how painful that was. And I thought to myself the other day, what if Dr. Monica could help me with that? What if she were there at that time? Now, this is a while ago, but every day there's something because we love our animal friends. Yeah. And I want to talk with you about that level of work you do with people that may or may not be in pain. Maybe their, their animal friends are in distress. Maybe it's this black and copper giant cat that keeps walking by here every morning, walking right on by my giant 10 foot sliding door, every morning walks by, stops, doesn't do anything, and then walks by. Not sure, I wave, don't think he sees me or she sees me. <laughs> Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're gonna be talking about what is it we can do to build and strengthen that bond that we have. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with Dr. Monica. We're going to give you a lot of information about her because she is a pet communicator. We'll be right back. Join the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie show. Tune in each month as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia Stephanie is a spiritual teacher, passionate speaker, published author, and founder of the Empower Network. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Hi, I'm Laura Meeks, and the most common problem that my clients face is all work and no play. This is why I created Fly High Living. I help you develop a balanced life plan and guide you to a place where you love to wake up in the morning. 
call 888-666-1570 or go to flyhighliving.com to sign up for the four-week Flight Plan for Life course. Do you want the knowledge and wisdom to understand where spirituality, science, and psychology intersect? Then join the Karmic Path Radio Show with Tina and Laura on TransformationTalkRadio.com Thursdays at 4 p.m. Pacific. Follow this charmingly, disarmingly dynamic duo as they explore how psychic ability, spirituality, and karmic law tie together. For more information on Tina, Laura, and their groundbreaking work, visit thekarmicpath.com. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living LLC. For more information about Karen, visit karenbenton.com. We remember a time when you could simply form a thought and it would manifest. The harmony was forgotten, but it is returning now. The power of inspiration and awakening radio with Juliet Griffin on TransformationTalkRadio.com each second and fourth Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific will take you on adventures through the heart and spirit exploring who we once were. This intuitive healer studied under the guidance of wolves, learning from their wisdom to master a higher frequency for a new state of mind. Visit OneTrueSelf.com. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Benny, is that the is that the Christmas song with the cats? No, but it's from the similar uh, group. Oh, is it? Or artist that did the Jingle Cats and Jingle Dogs? Yes. Ah, well, thank you, Benny, for yeah. that. Uh, you could tell we're getting ready for the holidays. We start to do a whole lot of really cool and interesting things. For those of you out there, welcome to the first edition of Pets Talk with Dr. Monica Dietrich, and joining me here today. One of the things I want you to know is first, we're gonna talk about the work she actually does. But for those of you out there, uh, go to the website, which is her website, petcommunicator.com, petcommunicator.com. Pets Talk is the name of this fabulous show that you are getting to hear now. And here's what I want everybody to know. This is a live call-in show. We also take questions from those of you Maybe you can't call in. Maybe you're at work. Uh, pretty soon, the way I understand it, Nate's going to be hooking us up with a texting thing. Don't know how that works. But right now, if you have a question about your pet, you want to connect with Dr. Monica. If you have a question about a pet that's passed, and, and we're going to hear about this now, give us a shout right now, 1-800-930-2819. one 930 or if you go to Transformation Talk Radio, right there on the page, you're going to be able to ask your question. Do that if you're following us right now at TransformationTalkRadio.com um, on Facebook. Pop in a little question or comment there. Dr. Monica, thank you for joining me here today. I was talking to you about an experience I had with a, 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 you know, a dog that I had for 13 years. And a friend recommended that, you know, it was his time to move on. It was in a lot of pain. It was just hard. It was just ugh, hard to watch him, right? And, you know, when animals are in the wild, they're in the wild and they perish because <laughs> that's it. It's kind of the survival of the fittest. But with us, we have a different experience of them. And, you know, one of the things that was suggested was to have the vet come in. Now, the reason I'm sharing this is because I want people to know about your gift. I also want them to know about why you do this, but also how you do it. You know, how you connect, not just with animals that are living, but those that have moved on. So can you talk? a little bit about that and what kind of information 
you know, are people asking for? What do they, and what do the animals and, and their owners want to know? I know like 500 questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too many questions to have in a, in a segment, but let me tell you a little bit first. First, your friend was right, because it is a preferable space to leave this earth in the space that you are familiar with, as opposed to, for instance, a vet's cold metal table. Okay, so it is preferable. Um, As far as uh, talking to the animals and with the animals, I have a wealth of information over you know, 50 years of doing this, that I have spoken with animals that are dying. And I can tell you that everyone is different, but still you see patterns. So some animals, for instance, would ask you to help them pass because the pain is so great that they can't take the pain any longer. And so it's up to us. Some people can and are able to hear the animal in pain, moaning, whining, screaming even, and they know the end is near, but they can't bring themselves to end their lives, and that's fine. Some other people, the minute that the dog or cat starts to whine and and scream in pain, they know it's time. But there is one thing that I want to tell you, and particularly for you, because you had such a hard time. It is the best gift you can give them. Wow. Not only because you're doing the euthanasia, but because even though it's breaking your heart, you are there until the last breath. Yeah. And that's all they want. They want to be able to be with the one they love until the very last second of their life. Yeah. Mm. So what I do is I talk to the pets and translate what the pet says to the owner. The owner, the human, can do whatever they want. I'm simply their translator. So I have a lot of pets that would choose that option. And yet I have those pets that would say, I don't want my human to go through that with me, and I am going to release my body as soon as I can, and I'd rather do it at home. And I'm going to go on my own. And that is fine. So you have these two. But how do you know which one do you have? That's when you contact me. Because I translate what the animal wants, feels, needs, and is expecting of uh, the human that is their companion. And you simply have to listen and hopefully act on what they want and not on what you want. That would be the ideal thing to do. I'm so glad you said that because, you know, I was telling you during the break about my, I I don't even know who this cat is, honestly. I mean, I'm sure it lives in the neighborhood somewhere, but I don't know who it is. And it's fascinating because I was also sharing with you that for a short period of time, I had this black cat that lived two doors down, Felice, adopt me. And I became connected to this cat in so many ways. And, and I'll tell you how connected. I was at the tail end of my doctorate. And I was on a deadline because, look, I, I went to school in California. I commuted. I worked and then flew back to school. And I was at the tail end of writing this research up, which is daunting if anybody ever did it. But I was on a timeline. I had to get it done. And I had this cat had befriended me. So two things I find fascinating about her, and then we're going to go to the phones. One is she was more like a dog. I, my car would pull up and this cat, <laughs> this black cat would come meowing at the door of my car. And then I started to bring her in the house and I wasn't allowed to have pets, but I brought her in and she stayed with me all day long. Even though I knew at night, She went back and they kept her in the garage. She was in a warm place, winter, summer, wet weather, indoors. And I had this triangle place where my computer was in my study. And I'm telling you, she jumped up there and sat there. And I think 
my dissertation won awards because of her, because I would say to her, they, I mean, this is weird. I've never shared this. I've never shared this. And she'd be sitting there and I'd be typing something very complex. And I said, and I would say to her, do you think, what do you think? Do you think I should keep the quotes in the dissertation? I mean, it's going to be long. It's a lot of work. Should I keep them in? And she'd be asleep. But for that moment, her eyes would open. And I knew that was a yes. Um, we're going to talk more about this because <laughs> I think Felice, Felice, uh, Felicia rather, I think Felicia wrote my dissertation for me. Let's go to the phones, Mr. Benny. Who do we have? Yeah, and we'll, this is special. We'll take Karan, who's calling in from Hawaii. Hi, Karan. Hi, Karan. Hi, Karan. Hi. Hi, Dr. Monica. I just today? wanted to tell you, um, I think you're just amazing and you have a talented gift. But uh, my dog, Kobe, passed away in June of this year. So I just wanted to know what he was doing and if it's going to come back. Okay. So um, th this is a very good question. Usually, in order to connect with an animal in spirit, I need a picture because the picture yeah. tells me who he is and who he was. And it will also tell me how is he doing on the other side. I uh, do consultations with animals in spirit all the time. And for those of you who are listening and are new to this, I want to explain something very important. Because people say, well, I can understand that you can connect with an an animal that is alive. But how do you do that with an animal who is in spirit? Well, when the body ceases to exist, the soul that is energy does not dissipate. The soul still continues to be energy and is still around you and is around you all the time. And I want you to think when you were little and you had a helium balloon that your mother would attach to your wrist. That helium balloon is the energy of your pet. It is always with you and is attached to you through the love that you had when you were here. So that means that Toby, did you say Toby uh, was his name, Koran? Kobe. 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 Thank you. Kobe yeah. is still around you. And he knows of you. He knows what you're doing for him. He knows exactly how you're feeling. Mm. So because I cannot talk to him specifically because I would need a picture of him, I can tell you this. Mm -hmm. In general... If they died young, through an accident, before their time with an illness that wasn't diagnosed soon enough and that um, there were uh, high chances of being corrected, they will consider reincarnating to you again, but mm -hmm. not for three to five years. It depends. The reincarnation is not done very soon unless there was an accident that happened right in front of you that could have been prevented, and then they will come within six months mm -hmm. or something like that. Let me ask, but, let me ask Corinne a question. Corinne, are you online or do you have a cell phone? Uh, I'm online. Uh, so do you happen to have a picture of your dog? Um, yeah, I do. So I'm going to give you an option that we've never done before. If you want, you can, this is being broadcast on Facebook. If you want, I'm going to give you two options. But first, let me go to break so I can explain it to you. So please don't hang up. We've never done this before, but I just got an idea. Would you hold on? Benny, okay. let's go to break. I want to just chat with Karan for a minute. To see your life from an angel's perspective, book a personal consultation with Claire Candy Hoff. Angelic Walk-In Angel Ariel at Angel Healing House. Candy provides intuitive counseling, Reiki, and angel readings in person in Los Angeles or nationally and internationally via phone or Skype. She will channel the practical tools you need to transform your life. Call now, 831-277-3716 or visit angelhealinghouse.com. A word of caution. 
If you prefer the status quo and you are not interested in improving every aspect of your life, this book will trigger the shift out of you. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens is available now. Author Colette Steffen brings the powerful knowledge and life-changing energy and empowerment from the radio airwaves to the pages of her new book. To get your copy in paperback or ebook, visit thetruthisfunny.com today. Are you willing to challenge everything you've been taught about life and death? Join Angie Corbett Kuyper on her hit show, Beyond Grief Radio. Redefining loss and grief as Angie shares through choice, present moment awareness, and keeping an open mind that creating anything is possible, even in death. Tune in every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information or to listen to past shows, visit AngieCorbettKuyper.com. The vibration of change, that magical place where life shifts from struggle to ease, from stagnation to forward movement, from old ways of being to new ways of becoming. If you're like I am, it can be rather elusive to get there, but when you are in it, you feel it down to your very core, don't you? And it can positively affect everything in your life, from your relationships to your health and well-being, from your career path to your abundance from the quality of that inner connection to the fullness of your self-expression. On The Christine Upchurch Show, we explore ways to get into that vibration of change with experts in the fields of consciousness, psychology, spirituality, health, healing, and science. Join me, Christine Upchurch, every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on KKNW AM 1150 and Transformation Talk Radio and learn new ways to step into your vibration of change. Tune in to Knowledge Book Radio with host Marge Potasik each Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Through many experiences, Marge was led to the Knowledge Book, a gift to humanity in its transition to the Golden Age, and it provided the truth and the answers. She now shares information from the Knowledge Book with you each week on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information, visit USA.TheKnowledgeBook.net. I'll go get a picture of Travis to show you. Um, oh, sorry, we're back. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to Pets Talk. Okay, wait, before we go forward, I want to ask you, one, how do people find out more about you? Two, uh, how do they work with you? How do they know about your, your classes? You teach classes. I think I'm going to take your next class. Um, <laughs> how do they find out any or all of that? And Corinne, call back. Okay, so on my website, uh, petcommunicator.com is full of information. Uh, the classes are online courses that are there. I have mentorship programs that are there. I um, have uh, five books that I have written that are also there. My sixth book hopefully is coming out at the beginning of the next year. And so people simply call me to make an appointment. They have to wait between three and four weeks, especially now. I don't have anything else until the end of the month. And so that's, uh, we do a one-on-one -on -one, um, consultation. The consultations are in person. If they are in Southern California, they can be through Skype, through Zoom, through Facebook chat, through phone, through email. Whatever is convenient for my clients, I work with whatever they have. But I do work Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. California time. Wow. I thought I was working a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, the reason that we do this work is because you're not here because you don't have anything better to do. Neither am I. No. I never thought in a million years that this would be my life. I really didn't. I mean, you know about me. I'm a girl from the Bronx. Mom commits suicide when I'm like six. I'm homeless at 17. Uh, and off we go. And so part of this is, um, wait, wait for it. Oh, my God. Can you see? My, can I hold my phone up? Please do. I got the picture. I'm going to see if you can see this picture. I'm going to try to. Uh, yes, it looks like a 
poodle. Our little thing. white dog. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Everybody like that's watching me, watch me on Facebook. Now, let me see. Uh, I can make it bigger. Hold on. Hold on. I, I'm smartphone savvy. Watch. Good. <laughs> right. Oh, very good. That, okay. That's awesome. Okay. Yes. It's a white poodle. Okay. Is Karam online? No, but she dropped. And uh, Karan, if you want to call back, call back. But she's listening. Okay. No, but I need to ask her how long did she have him and how old was he All right, at hold time on. of death. Hold on. Modern technology. Modern <laughs> technology. Right? <laughs> hey, Karan, how long have you had this dog? And what was the other question? Uh, how old was he at time of death? How old was he at the time he died? Okay, and let's talk about why that's important. I, I can't believe what I'm doing on this show with you. I, I just like, I've never done this before. Um, okay, there uh, are certain- Tell me about that. Yes. Because, yeah. There are certain questions that I would like to know because uh, I don't want to know anything else about a client before I start my conversation. There's just very few questions that I want and need. For instance, the first thing that I need is a picture where I can see their eyes because the eyes are the conduit to the soul. We all know oh, that, right? Yeah. Okay, number two, a name. Because when I call spirit, I need to be able to find out what was the name that he was known, he, she was known here on this side of the veil. All right, now hold number on for one second. She's back. Hey, Dr. Monica. Hi, Chris. <laughs> now you can explain it real time. <laughs> All right. So are you listening to me, Karen? Okay. Okay. So I need to know how old he was at time of death. He died on, I think it was June 26th at... Uh, how old was he? He, mean, he was um, almost three. He almost was like two three. and a half. My yeah. goodness, yeah. that is very young. You see, that's why I need this information. Please tell me what happened in very few words. Is it an accident, an illness? What was it? Uh, yeah, um, a dog attacked him. Okay, oh. so it is mm -hmm. an accident. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'll show you a little bit of what I do. In order to connect with him, and I needed his age because of that reason, I need to know what happened, was it an accident or not, and mm -hmm. um, his picture, which you, you sent very good. And so this is a little bit of what I do. I need to close my eyes for a few seconds, and it's going to be silence because I need to connect to him, and I need to find him in spirit with you on the line, it makes it easier because your energy and his energy are combined. So I'll close mm -hmm. my eyes and I'll give you whatever answer he has for you. Give me one second, please. All right, so he's here with you. He's always with you. He said that you have been devastated, that you feel that it has been your fault. Is that true, Koran? That's correct. Uh, he says that um, he was shaken. And the, the way that he explains it to me is the attack dog was a very big dog that grabbed him and shook him. And um, he said that pretty soon, I mean, it was almost immediate, but that he's soul separated from his body to the point that there was hardly any pain, that he wasn't feeling the pain in his body. So he doesn't remember his last moments. It was almost like the the way that he was shaken separated his soul from the body. Do you understand what I'm saying, Karan? I understand. I understand. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so he's saying, first of all, it wasn't your fault. It was entirely his free choice, and he wouldn't have changed free. He would not have changed free choice for anything else because he loved to run outside. He loved to be an outdoor. He wasn't very happy being 
always cooked up inside the house. And so in a way he didn't have the skills necessary to be uh, outside, but when he was outside, he loved it. Um, say? say that again, please. Um, that's right, you're right. That's right, thank you so much for the validation. And you see, this is what I need. When I do a consultation, I need some kind of validation to know I'm in the right track, I'm telling you the right thing. I don't know you, I didn't know your pet, and yet he's communicating with me exactly who he was. So your only question was, is he going to come back to me? And the answer is yes, absolutely. He says, you have a lot to learn from him and you have not uh, had, <laughs> you had not passed the lesson yet. So he needs to come back and do it all over again. He says, expect yeah. him to come back around March of next year, that's when you would have to start looking for him and look actively. No one is going to knock on your front door and say, I have your baby back. Okay, so you have uh -huh. to look actively. But what happens is when you meet a new dog, it has to have a jump to your heart. It has to say yeah. something to your heart that you are absolutely going to know this is the one. This is him coming yeah. back to me again, and I cannot go home without him. So look for that. Okay. Okay. Thank you for calling, Karam. Does that sound okay, okay for you? Thank you so much. Okay. Good. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I'm going to go ahead and skip the break because I, I want to talk a little bit about how you work and why that's important to share with people. Um, you know, what this is, I, I, I want to get back to something you said that now I understand it better because I want to talk about this one thing. You and I are going to do a bunch of shows together, but I really want to talk about, you said you need to look in their eyes, right? Yeah. You need to see their eyes. I find that fascinating because, you know, I know with me, especially with Travis, and then I was telling you about Felicia, their eyes are very telling, right? Just yes. like people. And I don't think we quite understand that. We don't quite I think, understand that. I think it's more than people because we yeah. have facial expressions, we have body expressions, but our animals do not generally have as many expressions as humans do. So in order to really communicate with them, you have to be looking directly at them. And you will notice that many of our dogs, particularly dogs, although some cats do it too, they look at you intensely in your eyes. They want to know everything there is to know about you and know every nook and cranny and every expression and every blink of your eye. Well, me, because I communicate with them in this sense, that's why looking at their eyes is so very important to me. Um, I, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about is, you know, over time, you've been doing this so many years, you've written books. I want to ask you this question. What do you think surprises people most? You know, I know you've talked to thousands of people, but yeah. I'm wondering, have people changed over time? Are they more open? But I'm curious, what has surprised you most? in doing this work, either from the animals, from the pets, or from the people. <laughs> right. Well, um, in, in the 50 or so years that I have been doing this, these, uh, we have grown as humanity. We have become uh, more spiritual. We understand now that there are so many things that people do not know that other people can do, like in my case, that before we were like poo-pooed, <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> you are making this up. But then again, I have someone in front of you, in front of me, like Ram, for instance, that I told her the personality of her dog and what he felt and, and how he understood his being as, as someone who wanted to be um, 
outdoorsy, adventurous, you know, always inquisitive. Not many dogs are like that, you know? So you, you have to, when a human understands that I am describing their pet's personality or that I'm describing an aspect or a day in their life that only they know about, that's when they believe. And I love that. I love to find the aha moment for each of my clients. And when I do it, it just fills me with joy because they know that there is something more behind those beautiful eyes. I was making a comment and I was telling you during the break um, that this cat, this beautiful black cat, Felicia, adopted me. And I wasn't, I wasn't allowed to have any pets. I lived in Green Lake, wasn't allowed to have any pets. And I generally before this, I would say I'm not a cat person, mm -hmm. but she adopted me and I just loved her beyond, right? And I told you that she would come in and I'm banging away, trying to finish my dissertation. I mean, it was a painful process, right? Mm -hmm. And she would jump up. I had my computer on one of these corner desks, right? And she would jump up and she would sit right there. <laughs> and I was sharing something with you and I hadn't thought about it before today. I literally would ask her questions. And right. I said to you, I actually think she's the one that wrote my dissertation. Of course, I don't say that to the Academy or, uh, right. <laughs> I mean, do you imagine the the American Association of Psychologists hearing me say this, but I think I, I would have these conversations, but I didn't connect the dots. That is what you're talking about. That's right. Is it really I, like that? More so to the point that I want to say, Animals are special beings that we don't recognize them as such until something extraordinary happens to us. So they will seek you out because they know that you need a lesson in this life. Yeah. So maybe your lesson was, yes, you are a cat person. Yes, you can communicate at some level with a simple cat. Yes, you can love a cat. And all those lessons are lessons that they are teaching you. And we are simply at a loss as to why, except that I know. <laughs> and this is what I know. Uh, when you we know are, go ahead. Well, no, I want to just say to everybody, listen, and if you're just tuning in, this is Dr. Monica, and I want to make sure you all know, because we get to talk in here, please make sure you go and take a look at her work and her books. If you go to petcommunicator.com, the very fact that she actually has that domain, petcommunicator.com, it tells you how long she's been doing this. <laughs> right. um, and I want to make sure everybody knows this, especially around the holidays when you need some help. But I was talking to her like I'm talking to you. Right. That's right. Because that's what they expect. And this is what I was going to tell you. That is yeah. maybe a little bit out there, but some people are going to understand what I'm saying. Not for our audience. It is not out there for, the, for these people. For that, this that's not out there. Okay. So I am right into the thick of it. When we are in between lives, we, we decide all the things that we need to learn on the next life coming in. But even though we decide what is it that we need to learn, there are other teachers there that we call animals that offer themselves to help us learn lessons. So who is to say, Dr. Pat, that you in between life weren't uh, sure that you wanted animals and you made an agreement with the soul of a cat and she agreed to come to you and to teach you all you needed to know about cats without needing to live with a cat in your home. And that was the best lesson ever learned. To me, it, it was a fantastic lesson. 
not only was it fantastic, but it's hard for somebody like me who doesn't know what you know. It's hard now that I think back about this and I remember how easy it was. Now, I really start to feel bad because she literally, she listened to me read this very fat document and 1,200 pages of interview notes she listened to, and they were painful. I interviewed people, Dr. Monica, and this is why I, I'm talking to you about it, because I think she absorbed this. Um, I interviewed people, hundreds of them, 1,200 pages of interview notes from people that have been a, a part of broken promises, right? My research was on broken promises. And when, when you interview people that never have been witnessed about their pain and you're asking them about it, mm. that's what they hear. And Felicia was in the room for some of this. And I just didn't put this together till now. Well, good. Then that means that I've accomplished what I set out to do. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking about this now, and I'm not sure that I would have had the emotional stamina or what it took yes. to finish this had she not be, been there. And, and, and I would imagine that you speak with people all over the world yes. that don't understand really how important their pets are to them. You know, I am very fortunate because people that come to me, they really love their pets and they really want more than what they have. And that's why they seek out a pet communicator. And so many people that reach out to me on the last hours or days of their pets would tell me, oh, I wish I had known you before because I could have done so much more for my pet had I known what they wanted and that's the bottom line to open this line of communication not only at the end of their lives but during their lives so that you can have a better understanding of who your pet is they're all individuals you know it's like saying all humans are the same well yes we do have a lot of same traits but we're all so different and it's the same with an animal each mm -hmm. animal is a very individual being and we need to understand them for who they are wow Dr. Monica, thank you so much for today. This hour has gone by so quickly. Uh, I want to just tell You're everybody, welcome. if you want to find out more, if you want to schedule time, go to, uh, go to Dr. Monica's website, which is petcommunicator.com. I do have one last question. I'd like to know your personal message. I'd like to know what you'd like to leave all of us with today. Well, basically, I want everyone to know that that little four-footed uh, animal that you have living with you is a sentient being it has feelings it knows when you are sick when you're happy when you're sad they know what you're thinking what you're going through give them the benefit of the doubt don't ever say it's just a dog it's just a cat mm. and i will see you yeah, you're not going away. Tuesday of Dr. each month. <laughs> not going away. Uh, you'll be able, if you've missed any part of this, please go ahead and re-listen later tonight. But if you're interested in learning how to do this, how to do what Dr. Monica does, please go to the website, um, petcommunicator.com. I know she offers classes and much more. We're going to take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.